What is going on? It is Real and Unscripted, brought to you by Own Your Life. I got Kim in the studio with hey, me again. Hey, guys. This is becoming a norm again. I like it. So do I. <laughs> it's kind of lonely doing them I, by yourself I sometimes. Suppose. Yeah, yeah, it is. I can't imagine sitting here doing it by myself, but we do it anyway. It's actually easier than you think. Dude. but I guess because you're listening to yourself talk, right? Well, you get in a mode, and then... Next thing you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes pass, and you're like, huh, should probably cut this off. Probably wrap it up. It's been great talking to myself. <laughs> so, you know, I've I've started many businesses. I've had two failed marriages. I've raised three kids, one stepkid for 10, 11 years. And during that whole thing, right, during all those processes, during all the businesses, the relationships, the jobs, the climbing of the corporate ladder, the trying to get better, the personal development, the everything that led to today, nobody ever told me or warned me about the pain and how much pain is involved, even entrepreneurship. Mm. Nobody talks about the pain in entrepreneurship. Everybody talks about, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. And then you've got all these people out there promoting entrepreneurship or even, and we'll, and we'll talk about it because you and I come from this world, mm -hmm. even the network marketing world, the, the so many of those leaders do not talk about the pain and set the expectation mm -hmm. to what it isn't, mm -hmm. which causes 95% of the people to quit. Yeah. Which is why you, you run into people that have been to five, six, seven, eight different companies, hoping that that's gonna be the one. Mm -hmm. But again, that leader let them down. So even in our world, you know, being coaches, that's one thing that that I make sure that we try not to do uh, is set the expectation too high. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to hurt. Like we always talk about the truth will set you free, but first it's going to piss you off. I think that we we you know speaking like as we're looking at each other right now that we underpromise and overdeliver have to because that's who we wish that we had when we first started researching what it meant to have a mentor so we didn't really know i mean it's it's kind of this gray area of like mentorship and coaching like in well, the mentorship coaching in the and influence well i'm talking about 10 plus years ago when it wasn't I mean, it was, but it was more like motivational speakers. You found a motivational or inspirational right, speaker. Right. And then they, you know, we all go and we listen and we like rah, rah and get all excited and bring it home with us. And then we like, we would just sit there in this void of, you know, even that is painful because you, you're not surrounded by it, right? You're not in the same room with the people getting excited and that energy is contagious. And so you come home to this this space of 
you know, I'm sure that we've all had spouses that don't understand the pain of your, your children not understanding, you know, I got a, you know, I've got a meeting right now and I'll be right back. You know, I'll have dinner ready, but maybe I can't read you a story tonight. Or, you know, we're always trading off one, one thing for another because we're trying to get ahead. We're trying to constantly better ourselves. We're trying to, like you said earlier with network marketing, it's, you have people out there have good intentions and they get into it and they're not applying what they have learned in the process and actually telling it how it is when they bring somebody on board, when they sponsor somebody into their company. They have forgotten the pain of going through their own self-development and understanding who they are. And and that is why they have become successful. Or they were trained the way that they portray, which is not setting, right. not setting up the right expectation, so the how, onboarding process. How many people have you met that you look to as a mentor because they portrayed it one way, right? So it's this Jekyll and Hyde kind of personality, Many. right? So you you see them on a stage and you're like, oh my God, they have like all the answers. They are so cool. They are so energetic. They They really care about you. And then you have that one moment of like being in the bathroom at the same time. I've had this happen. You like happen to be in the bathroom at the same time. And then you find out that they want nothing to do with you. They don't care about you. They don't ask you what your name is. They could give a shit less what company you're with, even if it's theirs. They don't really genuinely care about the individual, the human that's on the other side of this company because they're driven by by the wrong things usually. And so I kind of look at the pain of growing up in this coaching coaching world, like whether you're doing it or you're providing it, like the coaching or you're coming to it to get the information, is that I, I look at it like a molting almost, like every time you grow, you're kind of molting your old, old, your old skin and growing into the new man, right? So it's this, mm-hmm. have you ever watched a spider or a snake like come out of its old skin that is yeah. outgrown? It looks extremely painful. Yeah. And it takes a it takes a long time. And they've got to rub up against things to get it off and they got to lose some things to get it off. And but when they break free from that, they're shiny and they're new and they go on to live a bigger life, right? And attract more people in their world, right? So I kind of that's the visual that I get when when we're talking about the pain of of like regrowing yourself. You're regrowing yourself all the time. And it can be a very painful process. Well, and that's just life, right? I mean, our parents do what they can until we go off on our own. Right. And then it's a whole different level of pain. It's a whole different level of learning. And if anybody was to come to us and walk through our door and say, I've had it easy, they're full of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and they're the ones. They're the ones living in front of the curtain, not behind the curtain. They're never. They never lift that curtain up. All we see is their act in front of the curtain. We don't get to see them. We don't get to see the real them. And man, had anybody sat me down and said, you know, here, listen, it's going to be a rough road. 
but there's some things that you can do to help ease that. There's, there's some applications, there's some tools, there's some resources, get into these, work on these, apply these, Mm -hmm. set the time aside and it won't, it won't be as bad as it could be. Cause I, you know, nobody, nobody sits you down to show you that. Now there's probably some people out there that were lucky enough to have a mentor, take them underneath the wing and, mm-hmm. and get that mm-hmm. coaching. Right. But most don't, which is yeah. why the coaching industry is as big as it is, which is why the motivational speaking industry is as big as it is, which is why the influence market is as big as it is, because that's what people are just absolutely thriving because there's such a hole lost. And that's the cool thing that we're learning through this whole process, right? So we obviously want nothing but the best results for our clients all the time. Mm-hmm. And we want them as fast as we can get them. Mm-hmm. So we're out there researching and reading and we've got our life experiences. So between the two of us, we've got what, 60 years? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Of experience. Yeah, that Heartache, crazy. pain, yeah. all that, plus yeah. the probably 200 plus books, the 500 plus tapes, the thousand plus recordings that we've listened to. We've got all of that that we get to condense down, which is why it's so important to find mentors. Because you find mentors that have gone through the trenches that can help and guide you and give you years and years and years of information condensed so that you get results and alleviate some of that pain. But you got to go through pain to grow. You're going to go through pain to grow. So you embrace it. um, Okay. So the biggest pain for me, and I, and I know this has got to be true of our listeners that the hardest part, I think the most painful part of all of this is really being honest with yourself. You know, and we have to be careful about how we, how we say that, how we, how we talk to ourselves because we can believe our own bullshit. Many people do. And 99% of the time we, we believe the story that we're telling ourselves. Somebody listening right now is believing their own bullshit, believing their own story. Yes. And when you recognize, when you start to understand that your past behaviors have dictated and made where you are right now, when you understand that you are truly in control of your life and your circumstances right now are because of past choices, the small, little, painful, some good, some bad, but mostly painful choices of your life have either brought you to a space where you're like, meh. I'm good. I don't need anything else. But rarely do we run into that person that doesn't need anything else. 90% of the time it is, I've reached a really good place in my life, but I feel like I'm called to do, do more, to do something else, to change directions, to get into a different profession, to volunteer more. So what prevents people from going forward with the calling that has been laid upon them or 
what prevents people from going forward for an inspirational thought, an idea? How many businesses that could have been built? How many ideas to better humanity could have been had had people been bold enough to step out and just didn't? And why didn't they? Because that's a whole different level of pain. Yeah, people get very comfortable very fast with where they are. So why don't people move forward? Um, I think that I think that it's a lot of small thoughts. I think it's like literally small thoughts. It's either that somebody else has already created it. And what's the point? Right. Because somebody else already created it, which we both know is. Well, if that was the case, we'd only be drinking Coca-Cola. Right. (laughs) There would be no other soda in the market because Coca, well, Coca-Cola already did it. So I guess I won't create a soda. Let's just talk about even something that's even more universal than that water yeah i'll tell you what 15 years ago 20 years ago if you would have told me i was going to buy a bottle of water that was coming out of a tap i would have told you you're freaking nuts so how many people told that how many people told aquafina that you are out of your mind to think that i'm going to buy a bottle a bottle of something i can go and run the tap and drink probably a bunch so the, but they still move forward. The pain that they had to go through to be like, look at, like, we we study this, right? They study water. They study the environment. They study the economy. And they just know that one of these days, we're not going to be able to drink tap water and be okay with it. It was just an idea, but it was based on data, right? Mm-hmm. Still very painful because you're selling something that people go to the sink and we think it's free. It's not free. Even if it's out of the sink, it's not free. So would you say, so would you say that, and we've talked about this, we've talked about beliefs and we've talked about model of the world. So would you say that, well, I know what you're going to say, which is why I'm alluding to the question because I know what you're going to say. <laughs> okay. I mean, let's just be real here, all right, right? All right. So all of these ideas everybody's going to have, somebody's going to have a limiting belief about an idea. Somebody's going to have an opinion about any idea to make anything better or to create anything new. There's always going to be people that go against that, always. So what makes the people persevere and what makes the other type of person just quit? How many times of businesses have you built mm-hmm. and not built yep. that you quit because it got too hard or too painful? Or did you listen to too much self-talk? Yes. Yes to all three? All of it. All of it. Because in the beginning, you got the big shiny object, right? Yeah. And nobody tells you about the in-between shit. That's all the darkness and the valleys that you're going to go through. Oh, you mean they just show you the nice cake all done up ready with the frosting on it but they don't show you the recipe or let's even go further they don't throw you in the car to go to that grocery store to go up and down the aisles to pick all the ingredients off the counter right off those shelves nobody's nobody's showing you all the ingredients they might show you the recipe but they're not taking you all the way to the grocery store to do it right Mm -mm. No. So it's that's with anything in life. Right. I don't care what it I don't care if it's your job. I don't care if it's Look a business. Parents, right? I don't care if it's parenting. I don't care if you're a kid. I don't care if you're going to school. Whatever it is, yep. 
you can relate that analogy to any of it because not everybody's going to take you all the way to the store up and down the aisles mm -hmm. and show you all the ingredients that you could or could not use mm -hmm. based on the outcome of the cake you want with the recipe you have. Mm -hmm. Nope, they're like if the listeners understand the this. Here's the box. You're going to be oh, amazing. The box, the box one is even worse. <laughs> right? Because that's just add water. Yeah, right. So how many how many people out there would you just got to do this or you just got to do that? Okay. But in the manufacturing facility, there went out, there was a whole lot more that went into it than just add water. Well, nobody tells you you got to put the knife in just right to see if it's cooked all the way through or is it going to fall in the center when you pull it out of the oven. Nobody tells you that. Right? My no. son just had that happen. He's going to be so great. He's going to cook a cake for mom. Well, he left one ingredient out. It wasn't it wasn't a just add water. It was like a few more steps than that. But he left out the baking soda. He's oh, like, nah, it's not it. a big deal. Right? One one thing, one little thing that somebody thinks is not important gets left out and everything falls apart. We think it has to be this huge thing that's going to happen that's going to make everything fall apart. And it's it's the little details. It's the little tiny things of one little ingredient that can, that can kill the cake. It, so it just goes to show you there are no shortcuts, are there? There are no shortcuts. There really are not. And you are the beginning of that recipe. You are. You have to be the one to take control of what's going to happen. So you being, okay, so let's see if we can talk directly to that one person that's on here. So for me, I keep getting this vision of like students, like college students listening in right now. Mm, don't even get me started. Right now they are questioning their career path, right? So when you're young, I didn't know, let me tell you something. It took me 43 years to figure out what I wanted to do when I grow up and I'm still figuring it out. There's a lot of pain in going into college for one and, and even thinking that you can narrow down what you want to do for the rest of your life. Like you need to take some pressure off yourself because until you discover your purpose, you don't know. It's not a God-given thing for you to just hear. You know what, Fritz? You're going to be a coach. You're going to be an impact coach someday. Like, yeah, right. How did you discover what your purpose was? Okay, so when I went into college, yeah, I took the assessment mm -hmm. that basically tells you what you'll be good at. So what my assessment came back was I would be a great teacher. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't want to be a teacher, so I thought. But later in life, at 52 years of age, what am I doing? Teaching. I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. But why? Well, that's the thing. I'm teaching in a coaching capacity that I learned how to do, one, going to many boot camps and seminars and classes to get the certification. The other piece, though, was everything I learned throughout my career. Mm -hmm. Throughout 30 years of working, being in the leadership, the management, the coaching roles, coaching football and mm -hmm. soccer and baseball for 14 years, mm -hmm. playing team sports, at the semi-pro level for eight years, 
right? So I learned all of that stuff. And eventually what I learned is I really enjoy doing that. So had they said way back then, had that person been smart enough and said, you'd be really good at teaching something. What are you passionate about? What do you like to do? Because I already kind of had an idea Mm -hmm. back then because Mm -hmm. of the people I was following and studying. Mm -hmm. Had they transposed that into, it doesn't have to be in a classroom setting. It doesn't have to be in an educational setting. The normal, traditional, Mm -hmm. it could be outside of that. I probably would have taken them up on it. Right. But. But they left out an ingredient. <laughs> they left out the baking soda because how are you going to rise without baking soda? <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought talking about a cake would have so much meaning? Well, you know, because there's this gap that we talk about, right? There's right. the gap between the, okay, work. So we're going to stay on college students. There's a gap between the traditional way of teaching and learning and learning certainly more than teaching it right it's the learning to your purpose like you don't figure that out for a long time there's all these little ingredients that have to go in it's that gap in between where all the magic happens right yes so and yes bridging them together yes is the powerful piece so if you can think of these amazing bridges that have been in europe for hundreds of thousands of years Bridges. Bridging the gaps between the cities and the countries, between the different people, between different ethnicities, between animals, between between everything. How but many they, but they were constructed properly. There was no shortcuts. No shortcuts. So they're still standing today. Mm-hmm. They made they had every ingredient. And I think that's what really good leaders do, really good mentors do, really good influencers, really good coaches, really good counselors, really good psychotherapists, really good psychiatrists. They're really good mm-hmm. at creating a foundation of bridging that gap. You know what else they're really good at? And, you know, we, we, we draw you in, right? We ask the good questions. And... People that are helping others learn in a different way. So for me, I'm I'm very visual, hands-on. Like I I like to see it, show me, and then let me go do it. Like I don't I don't do classroom setting well. I like interactive stuff. I I need humor and I need stories and I need pictures and that's how I take it all in. And then I process it back out as um, more pictures, right? I, that's why there's drawings all over the place in this office. Um, people that are very good at teaching others to move are really, really good at asking the powerful questions and not only sharing their stories because there is pain in our stories, certainly much deeper than what we've shared right now, but we're more concerned about your pain right now, the place that you are at right now. This is November 12th. Mm -hmm. We are like seven weeks from the end of the year 2020. And we never, the year, okay, so we come into the new year 
We're ramping up. We're getting yeah, man. First quarter. We're getting Let's traction go. for our New Year's resolutions. Yep. We're getting traction for our new goals. Yep. Businesses are getting traction going into Q1, getting ready for Q2, and then boom, COVID. Everything is up in arms. Economies are shut down. Businesses are shut down. Yep. Stay home. Schools shut down. Every, everything in life all of a sudden came to a halt. Mm -hmm. And now we had to pivot. Mm -hmm. Some of us pivoted. Some of us didn't. Some people lost businesses. Yes. Right? And, and I'm not going to get into that right now because that's a whole nother show. But there's been a lot of pain this year. And there's been a lot of growth and there's been a lot of things that were coming that got accelerated. Exactly. Like technology, like yes. all of a sudden this whole world that you and I play in mm -hmm. has accelerated where we knew it was going to go, but it was like five, six, seven years down the road. Right. And now here we are, we literally coach virtually and online only. That's right. Ever. And we will for the future. Yes. Because it's the best thing for it. And why? Because we want to travel, we want to do other things, and we well, want to be able want to, to reach more people. Reach more people. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know what the future is going to no. hold, and the technology is getting better and better to the point where it actually works better to do that. It's not like we can't see the people. Right. And in a coaching situation, you're not sitting there having a normal mm -hmm. interaction that you would with a friend or something yeah. where you're touching a knee and right. patting each other on the back yeah. and punching each other in the arm. I mean, that's not coaching. So, But don't you miss being in the same room with people? Don't you miss? At the level that we were? Yeah. I mean, well, of course I do, but you okay. have to, you have to adapt. You have to overcome that because I mean, what's the choice? Sit and come up with poor me or go out and continue living life and take it for what it is. So do, you know, for whoever's listening to this, um, first of all, we appreciate you being here and listening, but I have a question for you. Are you asking yourself the harder questions, the better questions? When you ask yourself a better question, you get a better response and a lot of times we sit and we ask why, why this, why that, why me? And we sit there kind of feeling helpless. Because you're asking a helpless question. Yes. So obviously you're listening because we give you inspiration, right? We, we want you to move in the right direction. We want to give you little tiny ingredients to bridge that gap. Um, we're about it's, filling the shopping cart. It's at the <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, We're about helping you grab the ingredients off you the get shelf. That big ass shopping cart and that has the two a, seats on right, the front of it. But we're maybe even the car <laughs> if we want to have fun. The cart, the whole right. like, the big flat. That's what cart. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like but that. But the point is, yep. <laughs> is we go all the way into the grocery store with you. Yeah. Help you pick the ingredients off the shelf, the best ingredients that are going to give you the best end result. Yep. We help you fill that cart. We walk you through the aisle. We walk you through the checkout. We help you load the groceries. We help you get home. And then we help you put it all together with the recipe. And we build this gorgeous cake. Mm. And 
That cake is your future. You get to live and eat the cake for the rest of your life. I think there's a song about cake on the beach or something like that. So <laughs> it just, it for some reason, that picture just popped in my head because we were yep. on that. We are the shopping cart. When you said that. The shopping cart. We're, we're taking it. So, we're putting the ingredients in the shopping cart. So we have an opportunity like that this weekend on Saturday. You want to go well, ahead yeah. and plug let's, that right let's away? Let's talk about, you know, <laughs> let's talk about the ingredients. The ingredients are strength. The ingredients are loyalty. Mm -hmm. The ingredients are courage. Mm -hmm. The ingredients are strategy. Mm -hmm. The ingredient is power. Mm -hmm. And with all of those things, you become unleashed. Yep. An absolutely unleashed maniac for your own life. Yep. And that's what own your life is about. Correct. And um, if, if you don't know how to find that, we're going to give it to you this Saturday. At virtualimpactsummit.com. That's where you register. Go through the videos. We have messages for you in each one of them. It is like, I can't, I can't wait. I've already got my notebook ready. I'm, I'm so geeked out just about listening to who we have on stage. Going through those things. It's not about us coming on. Nope. We, we are bringing other people that have been right where you are right now. So make sure you go to virtualimpactsummit.com, go through the whole process. There's different levels of commitment mm -hmm. to come in. One of them happens to be getting the recording so you can go back and finish those notes. But we will see you the next episode. Thank you so much for coming on and listening to us. We love you. And if you haven't subscribed to us yet, please do. So you get notifications every time we're on. We love you and we'll see you next time. Well, next podcast.